This is the audio-only version of a video recap brought to you by the UR Team Number Podcast. For more information, go to yattencast.wordpress.com. Welcome to the first Amazing Race 26 recap episode of the UR Team Number Podcast. My name is Michael Harmstone. I'm just wait a minute. Selfie time! Podcasting selfie! There you are. Uh, and I am joined as ever by one Canadian who goes through life very carefully, Logan Saunders. Uh, yes, and uh, I really want to capture your mildly offensive moment, so I'm going to take a selfie of myself uh, reacting to this. Uh, see here. That's... Okay, we're good. It's an old school. It's an old school cell phone. It still it can do selfies, just just not... It's a 144p uh, quality yes. uh, to use the old uh, YouTube uh, lingo out there. It, it's more Motorola message than Twitter selfie. Let's be honest. Yes, it's it's truly it encompasses the spirit of Treasure Hunters from uh, <laughs> two thousand six or whenever year that show aired. Yeah, it was slightly unfortunate that um, when we met in Vancouver, I just watched Treasure Hunters, so all we were referencing was Motorola messages. <laughs> yes, especially with my cell phone uh, being lugged around all day. Yeah, exactly. And not being particularly effective because it can't even access the internet like uh, 90% of other uh, people that have cell phones now. Yeah, I mean, if you check Twitter now, you will see the selfie I've just pit, uh, just taken. <laughs> it's yeah. magic. Mainly because I made sure it happened. So uh, we will be talking about the premiere for the next sort of hour-ish. Ben will be joining us at some point when he can be bothered. Um, and if you want to get in contact with us during the next hour, please do. Uh, you can, if you're watching on Google+, Plus, you can use the Q&A. If you're watching on YouTube, you can post comments underneath the video. And, of course, you can tweet us using the hashtag Yattencast, which you can see whenever I or Ben eventually are on the screen. I hear that any time that we receive a question, uh, I hear we all get a tingly feeling, as uh, Phil would say. Yeah, I mean, I've got tingles just podcasting. I mean, it's totes and oats. TMI. TMI, Michael. <laughs> Listen, Phil did much Don't worse. Go there. Yeah, Phil did much worse. <laughs> yes. That may be a candidate for the most awkward question that Phil has asked uh, pretty much in the history of the show, I would yeah. say. Yeah, pretty but much ever. <laughs> should we uh, start this off from the terrible, terrible beginning? <laughs> well, we've got to get through the terrible, terrible reminder of... Uh, that dating couples have existed all throughout Amazing Race first. So uh, we got to reminisce on teams such as Brenchel and yes. um, who else was it? And they only existed in season 17 or later, according to that clip. All the teams that were shown in the couple breakdowns clip, none of them were from season 17. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that Chad and Stephanie were the only couple that were shown for... Uh, earliest in the TAR timeline. Everyone else was has played more recently than them. There was one exception, which was Robin Kimberley. We saw Robin Kimberley. Oh, right, 10. right. The guy who broke down the highest number of vehicles in Amazing Race history. What a memorable exactly. character. <laughs> exactly. And uh, her shouting at him over tomatoes, which is nice. Uh, so the list of teams that were in there was Brenchall, uh, Dennis and Isabel, hashtag Supervantes, Brooke and Robbie, Tim and Marie, Jason and Amy, Robin Kimberly, Vanessa and Ralph twice, uh, Chad and Stephanie, and the Beacons. 
which is a bit of an I didn't oblique. expect Vanessa and Ralph to be in there twice, I must say. No, I mean, they uh, weren't exactly uh, considered huge characters by production, and they weren't the ones invited back for uh, big all-stars uh, two years later. Yeah, they weren't even shown. Um, oh, they're not even the characters that I would have expected to get shown once, never mind twice. They were shown the most out of anyone. Weird. Also, biggest snub, given CBS's love of them, is probably Jeff and Jordan. They no, no, they weren't there. I was really surprised because I'm not. I'm pretty sure you'll have seen the fact that they, for some reason, ran the obstacle course. They're bored and in the area. Yeah, I mean, as that, I think. Yes, to do it. Yeah, that's yeah. how desperate they are for attention and just win. and uh, paying to uh, hire protesters to protest uh, plots for uh, Harry Potter as well. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get bad started on Jeff Schroeder. <laughs> it's probably best I mentioned them beforehand. <laughs> Nobody should be started on Jeff Schroeder. Yeah, true. Because he was, to be fair, a knob. Uh, we also got to see some of the casting videos for the first time in Amazing Race History. Biggest question that came out of them was Haley naked? Because it sure is. Uh, I. I don't know. Maybe she thought she was auditioning for Dating in the Dark but forgot to turn the lights off to make it dark in the first place. Or, to be fair, Dating Naked. That too. That too. She, she could have gone off with uh, Michael from Survivor One World and lived in the jungles of Costa Rica. Or, no, it was Botswana, his episode, I think. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, maybe they'll maybe they'll be the twist for season twenty seven. They it's another because when you think about it, this these mars uh, didn't know for next season. Maybe they'll have uh, they'll they'll go with another Mark uh, uh, relationship there where he ain't got no clothes. So they'll take that idea as well. <laughs> Yes, hashtag racing naked. <laughs> so, uh, sadly, the hashtags are back, and they are very, very, very tenuous this time. Such as Team Blonde Date. And Team... They're really run out of hash hashtags. Yeah, Team JJ. Which, obviously, should be hashtag Team Bracky. Bracky! Everyone knows that. A guy on Yatan actually... I don't even know that reference. You had to explain it to me. Yeah, a guy on Yatan actually told me off for calling her Bracky last night. <laughs> when I put on the current results thread, Jeff and Bracky, he was like, her name is Jackie, not Bracky. So I just replied with Bracky. Which, if anyone is not aware, is a reference to Jackie Stallone, the mother of Sylvester Stallone, and her appearance on UK Celebrity Big Brother. What a note to come in on. Oh, hello, Ben. Hello. We were just talking about your favourite subject in the world, which is Jess Rhoda, and how much of a knob he is. <laughs> uh, good to hear. Good to hear. Have I missed too much discussion <laughs> on the first 10 minutes of the season? <laughs> really not. We've only just talked about the fact that hashtags have returned. Ah, lovely. <laughs> and, of course, <laughs> this is Ben Powell, the one Australian who makes us say some ungodly words at least 90% of the time. Yay! Yay! Good to, good to be here. A, a Libby reference for you there. 
Um, so as we mentioned earlier, Ben, what? Uh, not Ben. Phil was looking for tingles. Not that type of thing. Ah, that one's come up. <laughs> there we are. That's the sort of tingle I was looking for. Because <laughs> I only just remembered I needed to make that overlay. So I was quickly making it while I was talking. Yes! Science! Um, so, so best team meet at the, uh, at the start line was obviously Jeff and Bracky, with her just running out going, Jeff! <laughs> just, That's one way to make an impression. Yeah. I, I just kind of wanted to screen grab his uh, face, but they didn't zoom in on it, sadly. Because he would have been like, oh, shit. <laughs> what have I got myself in for? Uh, so the there are two flights. Flight one, which departs 45 minutes before flight two, holds eight teams, which is Matt and Ashley, Jeff and Bracky, Laura and Tyler, Ashley, Ali and Steve, Harley and Jonathan, Jeff and Lyda, Bergen and Kurt, and Jolani and Jenny. And flight two ends up holding Blair and Haley, Mike and Michelle, and Libby and CJ. And of course, we have a obligatory muddy obstacle course, which isn't awkward when teams are running away from Phil. Well, he did want them to have those tingly feelings. <laughs> to, to be fair, I would be pretty creepy if I had feelings that look like tingle. Mm. That wouldn't be odd. Yeah. I mean, having just having played through Majora's Mask at the moment and therefore encountering tingle for the first time in my Zelda playing, yeah, really, really weird. I am... It's a, it's a Japan game. What do you expect? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the fact that you just turn a random corner onto a different route and see a guy in a green unitard floating on a balloon just selling you shit is weird. Like I said, Japan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Japan, you cray-cray. How subjective. How on subject. Yeah. So, <laughs> so did we enjoy the muddy obstacle course? I don't know. I fell asleep after the eight or nine minutes of it. I noticed I liked Bet Birch and uh, shivering, though. That was a highlight for me. Because he shivered before. He made a weird noise before he went into the pool of ice water. And then he did the shivering thing that my brother and I rewatched the clip about two or three times before continuing on because it's probably one of the funnier things I've seen in a while. Yeah, it was just an odd way to start the season. I mean, I kind of get having a start line task, especially with blind date teams where they're not going to know each other and it helps them push each other through things, but did we really need it, and did we really need a 90-minute premiere for this? No. We had two Our first mud run! Our first shower! Our first time walking into a vehicle! Our first time driving in a vehicle! Our first selfie! Our second selfie! Our third selfie! Oh my god, that was terrible. T talking of selfies, Ben, you missed the, uh, the official selfies. Wow. <laughs> but you have, been you have been tagged in mine. Yay. Ten Ooh, countries, uh, 18 cities, 300 selfies. Congratulations, you are the winners of the Amazing Race. That better be what Phil says at the end of this thing. Uh, oh, Logan, you, you naive butterfly, as if they do ten countries. It's eight. At least it's all up from that opening. That was like, <laughs> that was like the worst opening I've seen in like a lot of in like all reality shows that's probably the worst opening I've ever seen. 
you know, just like they they bungled the entire Amazing Race opening for like a bunch of awkward stuff that didn't make sense. They got rid of the corny, but still pretty, you know. You know, we need those intro videos. We don't want to know what these what these things are about. Not just like a, a two or one or two lines. This isn't Survivor. Well, I mean, I know you mentioned this in uh, the Australian recaps, but it's so weird seeing teams not run away from or not do the start line properly. That too. Like, run it, like... Because, I mean, Australia, we had them just kind of walking over to the tug of war, and this time we had them running away from Phil. The whole point is Phil is supposed to basically get mowed down. That's part of the fun. Mm, yeah. If, if Phil is not in immediate danger at the start line, it is not Amazing Race. Facts. Hmm. Uh, the way I ta- the way I'm going to take this episode is I'm just going to pretend the f- we're just going to pretend the first ten minutes or so never happened and then like um sort of just like what I did for most what I did for most like series when I was first watching I just like sort of come in at a certain point and it's like oh it's, it's already ongoing cool so that first ten minutes never happened I'm going to pretend that yeah it kind of picked up after the mud run the mud run was just a weird way to start it picked up once they hit Tokyo that's for me it's like it just like it like hit the ground running for me. Yeah, exactly. That took things even more awkward. <laughs> yeah, but awkward's fun. Uh, so, so more than anything, I want to know where the blind date intros are actually filmed for the uh, titles, because they had. Show? Well, the, they were definitely wearing the same clothes as the start line. Hmm. I'm just trying to think whether we knew where Mark and Mallory's were, because I think. Yeah, Mark and Mallory's were filmed afterwards, definitely, but they were wearing different clothes. Whereas Blair and Haley were definitely wearing the... (laughs) (laughs) I'm skirting around the reference again, even though Logan has made it already. (laughs) I don't have no clothes! Yeah, real good good job skirting around that. (laughs) Uh, Can't be asked. Um, (laughs) But... Yeah, Blair and Haley were definitely wearing the same clothes, and they were clean. They definitely weren't clean after the mud run. So unless they kind of washed everything for them. I don't know. It's something that hopefully someone will ask in an exit interview. Also, best blind date team for me was by far Blair and Haley. I know Ben doesn't particularly like Blair already, but he had some, some sort of what-the-hell... Facial reactions when uh, Haley was talking, especially at the start. Oh no! It cares. I'm of a personality. Oh no! <laughs> this goes against my programming. It's Blairbot. Maybe that should be uh, his nickname, Blairbot. Well, we already have a horse and unicorn for Tyler and Laura, so we got to keep on rolling with these nicknames here. <laughs> yeah, t- oh, team human. Cool. Tyler's horse now. A team human unicorn, Jeff and Bracky. The, the, right, uh, yeah, the, the crap Olympians. Because they're not Mathleen Megan. Uh, so when teams land in Japan, they have to find uh, Kanda Miyojin to find their next clue. And, for that matter, find Phil. And we learnt uh, during the rides there that. Uh, Jeff is not much of a man. <laughs> he, with the massive hashtag on the screen, be a man. 
I thought that was a, a completely unwarranted attack against Bay Arthur. Yeah, I thought that as well. I mean, she's dead. For, she's she's dead. Why would you do that? <laughs> it, it is pretty bad saying that she's a man. Sounds like the name of an Adam Sandler film. What, be a man? To be fair, it probably would star uh, Andy Samberg, even though he's doing Brooklyn Nine-Nine now. It'd be the sort of thing that you'd see. Mm. And it'd be the sort of movie I'd never see. Yeah, it'd be sort of like Adam Sandler, Andy Samberg, in Be a Man. Maybe we should just come up with a synopsis for that. <laughs> Maybe that should be our... Uh, Maybe that should be our homework between uh, today and Sunday's podcast. Uh, uh, that's not. Also, Libby and CJ do not know much about subways, so they don't trust them. Hey, I don't either. It's, what, what's there not to trust, though? It's, you know, a train underground. That's easy for you to say. You actually you live, you live in a country where that's whole, you know, well worked out and centralized. I live like they live in a small town in America, and I, well, comparing to my experience, I live in a I live in a town of twenty thousand people in Australia, and the nearest city is like three hundred kilometers away. The first subway I ever took in my life was like in Paris. Like imagine going from that small town to Paris, the Paris Metro. That's yeah. like big culture shock. And they go they went from like small town America to Tokyo. <laughs> oh, I did, I don't know. I did not envy them. Yeah, if you, if you think. Uh... If you think the, the London Underground is well put together, you're probably wrong. You've obviously never ridden it. It's yeah, but you've, exper- you've experienced it. Like, yes, I, I... it is slow as hell. Uh, hmm. um, I that. like how Phil introduced Tokyo, Japan as if he was Oprah. He said it with a very Oprah-esque voice saying, You're going to Tokyo, Japan! You get Tokyo, and you get Tokyo! Look under your seats. You get Tokyo! Ah. And then, okay. of course, we can, we can just go back to uh, my, my favourite screenshot I've ever done. The you said that, that a lot, though. Yeah. No, this, this one is actually my favourite right. screenshot I've ever done. <laughs> no, I'm not doing Bill and Cathy just yet. I've managed to resist the urge to make Bill and Cathy references for at least ten minutes now. Okay, then. We've actually worked on this over the past 18 months. We've made progress. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so, Phil is still doing the on-location reports, and Jaylani and Jenny are the first to the detail, and they find out that it's Sinking Steps or Samurai Sake. Uh, so, so cool, in- and cool interesting task. Really, cool. really racist task. <laughs> <laughs> It's a rule. In Japan, it's either got to be Japanese game show or horrendously racist. And, you know, this was a... Why not have both? Yeah, this is quite a fun, very <laughs> racist task. So, in sinking steps, teams must join the Japanese group called World Order and memorize a dance routine from one of their videos. Uh, when the group leader approves of their performance, they receive their next clue. And in Samurai Sake, uh, teams must head to a bar, treading very carefully, uh, memorize ten sake names and then take an order of one bottle from a samurai. When they present him with really it, Michael. they receive their next clue. Listen, I already really made Michael. I already made the carefree reference when I was talking about Logan in the intro. <laughs> Keep up. Carefree. That had to be intentional. That had to be intentional. There's no way that they aired that he on TV and thought. 
People are not going to respond to this or catch on to this. That was oh. 100% intentional because I noticed that they were all wearing uh, terrible wigs as well. They were definitely wearing ball caps. Why? You... That's an awful task. <laughs> like on top of being the, on top of being stupidly easy, like they all got it in like two two goes. At least I showed two goes on screen, but like. The other task was just so much more interesting. Like, you know, they haven't really they haven't, have they really explored the J-pop, K-pop side of Asia yet, or has it just been like, um, oh, we live in the past, oh, samurai, sake, oh, ninjas. No, they really haven't. To be fair, they've not done a sumo task either, and because you wouldn't, you know, that the next time they go to Japan and they do a sumo task, it would be horrendously stereotypical, but it would be also quite hilarious. I mean, this leg they already used uh, a popular MMA fighter for the for the J-pop uh, part of the detour, where it was a popular guy from the Pride Fighting Championship who fought Butterbean. So for uh, the next one, when they do sumo, they can use uh, Emmanuel Yarbrough, who also fought in Japan. So they no can keep, keep going with the random MMA references. <laughs> yeah, having said that, we just it, when I was watching King of the Nerds, we had a random sumo appear during one of the nerd offs. So. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> there was no explanation to that, was there? No. He appeared in the first season as well. Yeah, I wouldn't have known that, but... You know, it's just mm. odd. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. just, just going back to something I talked about earlier. When I was posting the um, results thread on Yatton, a guy on there told me that her name is Jackie, not Bracky. To which I replied, Bracky, and David A. Binley's just replied, yeah, Bracky. So, you know, go, David. <laughs> uh, so, uh, it looked like Sinking Steps was uh, restricted to the first six teams to arrive, because there was only six instructors there. And it was obviously the harder option. There was no question. Sake must have been the option where they thought, mm, we've got a U-turn, we need to have a and all this slightly stereotypical detail. How about, I don't know, sake we've never used before? Let's just make an easy task with sake. Oi, very. <laughs> also, Harley obviously does not know the uh, what the word ironic means. Because, as everyone knows, it's like rain on your wedding day. And not picking a, uh, a task that's not dancing because you're not a dancer. Yeah, that that did slightly annoy me when he said, oh, it's ironic that we didn't pick the dancing task. No, it's not. He had a very good reason for not picking it. He pointed out the very good reason for not picking it. And you're wrong. It is not ironic. Learn what it's... Mm. (laughs) Learn what ironic means. Why is Yencast discussing the important things? Yeah. (laughs) Listen, get your facts straight. (laughs) Check your privilege. I wish the spider that was on top of the in the ceiling of uh, Jeff and Jackie's cab uh, also got involved in on one of the selfies when it was scaring the crap out of both of them. Spider selfie. Now that would have been the one selfie I would have approved of. Yeah, spider selfie. They should just give every single random local a selfie cam. Do you notice they changed uh, uh, Libby's name on screen for this episode now? 
Because I guess they realized that spelling out her real name would have uh, initiated too many inappropriate responses from viewers, so they just call her Libby now no, uh, not from uh, on screen. Yeah, not from viewers, from us. Because you know I would have made Libby jokes. <laughs> yeah, there is a couple where they've changed the names, like Jeff and Jackie was Jeffrey and Jackie before. Tyler, uh, Laura and Tyler was t Tyler and Laura before. Um, who else? Uh, Haley and Blair switched around as well, and CJ and Libya became Libby and CJ. Yeah, so they they actually changed a couple from the website for some reason. Yeah, that's confusing. Confused me, but I I did know about that before the episode because the intro was uh, was on uh, was uploaded mm. on Wednesday, so I was prepared for it at least. Who uh, actually knows a dance routine now? Not me. <laughs> I've got like a bit of it. I was too busy making well. notes. Uh, I can't do it anymore. I've, I I knew it for like ten minutes, and I forgot. Jeff looked like he was doing the macarena on a few of those attempts when they're doing that last part with the hands and all. That uh, that looked like the macarena to me. Ben, why does it sound like you're on a helicopter? I don't know. Why does it? There we are. That's better. <laughs> um, also, quote of the episode from Bracky. My brain is not as strong as some people, but I have everything else, so I get by. Oh, Bracky, you couldn't have Fair seen enough. your, your uh, archetype it any more than you needed to. Also, I noticed that Ali and Steve told people that they're Olympians. Do they not realise that's mm -hmm. going to make them a huge target? Well, they're only bronze medalists. Yeah, but they are professional athletes. That so if they don't get to a future U-turn in first, they're probably going to get U-turned. Unless no, where are you? They might have been. They might have been married professional athletes. Yeah, true. Oh, you know. And what's that? Are we on Monica and Cherie territory right now? <laughs> That's what yes. I was going for, yes. Oh, you know, they could just be world bodybuilding champions. You know that doesn't elicit a reaction at me anymore, right? <laughs> yeah. I just, you know... That's Speaking of Olympians, did you, did you notice that one of the drinks was called Soshi Kobai? It, it was. I, I was kind of tempted to call you two by various sake names today, but I thought, you know, that'd be less fun than being slightly uh, casually racist from from what they said in the episode. Mm. Uh, so... Origato, Michael! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to go there. Uh, so Jeff and Bracky are the first to leave the detour, and they find out they must now to head to head to Wakaba Higashi Park to find the blindable U-turn. I know we were only joking about it being a blind triple uh, single double U-turn, but you know they actually was. Although to be before that, they had it. They had it in twenty-one. Yeah, to be fair, doing a blind. U-turn is the only way they could have really got away with the leg one U-turn, I think. Because otherwise it would have made someone a massive target. 
Yeah. Uh, and then it's Holly and Jonathan. Especially, especially since like um, especially since Mike and Rochelle like somehow made up a, sh- a lot of time in when they were like getting the to, getting to the actual U turn. Yes. They, they left the they left the detour in they left the detour in tenth place and they somehow got there in like seventh place. It's going to be really interesting to see the departure times because I think. With the exception of the teams that did Sake and Jelani and Jenny, I think there's going to be a big gap, and then it's going to be like everyone within half an hour. That implies we're going to see. That implies we're going to see the, the departure times, though. I have faith. I, that faith is misguided. If last season's anything to go by, we we'll probably won't see the bottom three, but we'll see, we should hopefully see everything else. All I need is to mm. see what the gap is, because I'm intrigued about that. Because there was a lot of jumping between the detour and the U-turn. So it was Hallie and Jonathan leaving Sake in second, and then Laura and Tyler Tyler are the first to leave uh, Steps. Unicorn? Uh, Yep, hashtag team uh, human unicorn. Uh, Ali and Steve, and then Jaylani and Jenny in fifth. Uh, Bergen and Kurt, Blair and Hayley, Matt and Ashley, Libby and CJ, Mike and Rochelle, and then Jeff and Lyda, all leaving Steps in... Sixth to eleventh place, respectively. Sixth to eleventh, yeah. Yep. And um, as Libby said to a taxi driver, "You're about to make me say some ungodly words." (laughs) That that taxi driver stalking them was one of my favourite bits of the episode, though. (laughs) It's just like they they turn away for a second. It was a pretty good highlight. (laughs) The taxi driver is just there waiting. Do he's a serial It's like killer. the hot dog vendor following around Homer Simpson. Yeah, exactly. Um, so nobody U-turns until Mike and Michelle, as Ben pointed out, and they U-turn Jeff and Lyda, and then Jeff and Lyda attempt to U-turn Jeff and Brecky, not realising that the you know, they were in first. It was surprising because they called it a double-blind U-turn, but yet only one blind-dating uh, couple is involved in all four slots that occurred during this double-blind U-turn. So it didn't really uh, add up all that much. Do you reckon they did a blind U-turn purely so they could go, oh, blind, as in blind date, guys. Come on, it's a dating season. Maybe Amy and Maya weren't there to point out that pun. I, I'm, I'm so disappointed that I can't use Amy and Maya screen grabs as the banners anymore. Because Maya especially had such great facial reactions. Mm-hmm. Um, so teams must now head to the pit stop already, despite the fact that this was only about 40 minutes into a 90-minute episode. Uh, a parking space near the UDX building in Japan. Uh, the last team in the vicinity of? May be eliminated. Yeah, in the vicinity of. That's vicinity, not inside Jeff and Bracky. And somehow, Jaylani and Jenny jumped from fifth to first place. Which, you know, is quite impressive. Good taxis. Yeah. Wait, I didn't, like... they, didn't they leave in fourth? They no, left they... in fourth. They were before the Olympians. Were they? they got... Yes. They I left... just watched the episode. They left the detour in fifth. Uh... Uh, they, were, they really they were, dragged out their entrance into the pit stop. They were second to the U-turn, by the way. That was hilarious, though. Like, um, hey, let's try to add the dance. 
Yeah. It took me by surprise, but it was hilarious. <laughs> it was good. It was as dragged out as the mud run at the start. Maybe that's what the joke they were going for, but uh, both of them are so much smarter than us that uh, we didn't catch on to their subtle sense of humor. I must admit, I like just to come back, come back to the data. Yeah, I liked Jay Lani and Jenny, uh, Jenny more than I thought I was going to. I thought they'd be quite bland, and I'm happily, I'm happy to say that I was wrong, because they were pr pretty funny. I'm happy uh, to say my pre-pre-pre-show pre predictions are right. Yeah, I'm Michael so for the win. I am so disappointed that Livy and CJ weren't last. <laughs> I was convinced they'd be last. I wasn't. I wanted them to start, not come last. Yeah. I was watching the end of that episode just going, come last, come last, come last, so I can be right, please. I've got a reputation to uphold. So I was so disappointed when Jeff and Lyle came last. Um, so it's Jeff and Bracky in second, Laura and Tyler in, Tyler in third, Ali and Steve Olympianing it up in fourth, uh, fifth was Hallie and Jonathan, uh, sixth was Bergen, Kurt, and Bergen's Manbride which was very distracting during the episode. Uh, what? What? His man braid. Do you not notice Bergen's hair all through this leg? As soon as they left the flight from Tokyo, he for some reason he had his hair in a braid at the front. You can kind of see oh. it on that picture. He didn't have it kind of swished over. It was in a braid for some reason. Huh. I did uh, not notice that. If you if you go back and watch, watch like the last 10 minutes, you'll notice it now. It's quite distracting. Uh, seventh was Mike and Michelle. Eighth was Blair and Haley. Ninth was Matt Nashley. Tenth was Libby and CJ. And Jeff and Lyder came in last, despite the use of having absolutely no effect. And were eliminated. Wah wah. Wah wah. Um, and also, my version that I was watching did not have the next time preview, so I ended up having to watch a very bad version of it. Mine didn't either. So um, I guess that's what, that's what happens. That's what happens when you, when the, in America, in Australia, don't actually show it until like I don't, I don't think they're going to show it to like a month from now or something. I don't know. Did you um, did yours have the next time or the season preview, Logan? Logan. I think he's asleep. Probably, Logan. Yeah, mine just had a general preview of the of the season overall. I don't think it said anything super uh, specific for each episode. Uh, yeah, I've seen one grab of the season preview, which was Steve doing the uh, showgirl task in uh, Thailand, which looks ridiculous. But the one that I saw was the one actually for next episode, which is um, basically summed up in three words, puzzles, noodles, and skates. Interesting. Because it looks like the robot in... is a Japanese puzzle box. Uh, puzzle box. I don't know what that is. It's like a... Do you remember the Gordian Knot from New Zealand in uh, in season 13? The sort of untieable knot. The... Yeah, they untied anyway? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of like that, but as a box. I think. Huh. From my understanding. To be fair, I only saw this at about, you know, eight hours ago. All right, then. 
Well, given like we haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen it. We haven't had much to discuss, I guess. Yeah, yeah. There really wasn't much to discuss in this episode, was there? <laughs> yeah. I mean, on survival, we had, like, we had hardest... half, we had half. Never mind. You got, like, you got Logan. Do you know that the hard... yeah? Did you know that the hardest thing about the main race is figuring out where to go? Uh, CJ and Libby presented us with this uh, mind-blowing piece of information. Oh, I, I'm convinced that CJ and Libby are probably going to eliminate themselves by getting lost everywhere. Because it's not going to end well, is it? I am just as long as they like, stay be, out of, like, fairly soon. As long, as long as they stay out of, you know. Uh, busy, uh, busy, crowded areas like you know cities that they always go to. <laughs> yeah, like you know the busiest metropol- metropolitan area in the world. <laughs> Things can only go go up for them. Hopefully. <laughs> so, yeah. anything else to add about this glorious uh, episode? Who do we think is going to get an edit that lets them go? You kept reusing the same sound clip for Matt. Um, I think Matt and Rochelle, or Mike and Rochelle, will go pretty far. Yeah, they got a surprising amount of content. Yeah, like they've got a surprising amount of content this episode, but I thought that might be because of the whole U-turning thing. They were the only, you know, they they come talk. Oh, that because like. It wasn't just, oh, we've got a re- U-turn in the behind us. We've got a lot more reasoning in that behind us, so I think they're going to be in there a while. Yeah, I mean, they were the only team who got their intro package after the credits. So. <coughs> hmm. The dog that didn't date. Yeah. I mean, we, we also got um, them pointing out that she's got an eight-year-old son. He's not met him yet. Our seven-year-old son, was it? They're going to bring him out in Dallas. <laughs> Not in the Jeff and Lyle. He won't be there physically. It'll just be a picture of him uh, when he took a selfie uh, a couple weeks earlier. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Logan's obsessed with the selfies at the moment. <laughs> Ending the podcast selfie. Woo! Tequila! I'll post that in a minute. (laughs) Ending the podcast selfie. (laughs) That was a useful, that's a useful use of our time, I guess. (laughs) Listen, I've already tweeted out one selfie, I might as well do two. Despite the fact that I never ever do selfies, this is just mm. part of the fun. We have not mentioned the express pass. We ha- we haven't, and that's because it doesn't need mentioning, because it's a well. Pretty much. Yeah. I'm, well, I didn't mention it much either. Yeah, I am happy that it's not double express pass because you know, I would have smashed my screen. But. Your loss. Yeah. Your no computer. <laughs> I'm. Not particularly happy to see the Express Pass be a like prize again. I would have much rather they did it like they did with Adam and Bethany last year. Adam and Bethany, we got an Express Pass. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see an extra task for the Express Pass. I don't want to see them 
be stupid and just I didn't mind it just as long just as long as we're not like obsessing over every single episode like that they have done for the past however long at least there's less strategy in it finally mm. at least it's not you have, to you have an express past how are they gonna use it I'm hoping we're uh, gonna see the double express pass not return for Canada 3 as well that would make me very happy if they don't even reference an Express Pass this year. Kind of failed in uh, Australia as well, I guess. Yeah. Uh, what One of the major negatives for Australia 3 for me. As well Could as... failed? Fact. Well, no, one of the major uh, negatives for me. <laughs> okay. Ridiculous. So, anything else to say about this episode? Before we uh, who else do we think is going to go far? Uh, Matt and Ashley were getting a pretty big edit for a team that came in ninth place. That was supposed to make a funny fun of them, though. Like, you know, we got this. Fair. Yeah, we got this. We're going to get this. We got to get this. We got this. We got are this. You, are you watching a video? No. What? Ah. For some reason... Never mind. For some reason, um, right. Twitch started playing when I wasn't even on Twitch. So all I could hear was right. terrible warrior sounds. <laughs> Alright, we'll cure your psychosis eventually. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we're going to be back on Sunday as well. Yay, double podcast week. Woo, tequila. We got this. Yeah, so thank you very much for watching. And They're going to be done? No! Thank you very much for watching and listening. Uh, you can join us this coming Sunday this. at 8pm for yet another episode recap. If you enjoyed the show, and even if you didn't, please give us a like on YouTube, and if you want to see what we're rambling about this week, our Twitters are in the description below. And finally, if you've not heard the interview that Logan and I did with Amazing Race Royalty, Team Guido, I'll post the link in the description too. Thanks again. And we'll see you Sunday. Yay! Bye! Bye.